This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. One pick in the NHL draft with the men that can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. Call them every trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you yawn and grab your coffee, rise and shine with 98 7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's rule 76. And a very good bouncy Friday morning. DPH on Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. Rick, couple things. Firstly, I, I worry for all of us this weekend with no football. I'm greatly concerned. There's not a lot of NBA, obviously, either. There's the All-Star weekend, but not true NBA, no football. I I, I don't know. I don't know how we make it. What do you mean there's weekend. no football? Stop it. Well, what do you mean? No I mean football. Ju- I, I mean, you, you just stop yourself right there. No, Big news! Don't, Jazz don't, hands! Don't sit here and tell me the XFL fills the void of football for you. Stop it. You said there was no football. There's no. I'll say it again. There's no football this weekend. So you're not going to partake in nope. any of the Vegas Vipers? This is the XFL! I'm not. And you are, is what you're telling me. Yeah. ABC, Saturday, 3 o'clock. You better okay. believe it. All right. You lock it down. Who's playing? That's the uh, Vegas Vipers going up against the Arlington Renegades. Arlington, Texas? Yeah. Nice. Could be Arlington, Virginia. I don't know. 8.30, we got the Orlando Guardians going up against the Houston Roughnecks. The OG, the Orlando Guardians. I think we should all pick a team. Just randomly. Is there a New York team? Just pick your team and we'll see who I don't know the teams. You'd have to tell me the teams before I picked one. How many teams are there? I can tell you the teams. Aren't the the Guardians from New York last time? (laughs) Hey, listen. Raymond, they're from Orlando this time, okay? <laughs> okay as they're, settle as down. they're restarting, now they yeah. hail from Orlando. Right, with the rock. You settle down there, little fella. Okay? We got the Arlington Renegades. I don't want them. I don't the want anything DC from Texas. Defenders. Who? The D.C. Defenders. No. This is my kind of team. The Houston Roughnecks. No. Orlando Guardians. The Guardians, no. They like to party. RJ, this could tie right into your old D.H.I.F. San, they had coaches. San Antonio Brahmas. What? The Brahmas? The Brahmas. Well, first of all, why does Texas get every team? I think you've named three, five teams, three of them are from Texas. Well, because they got there's an appetite, buddy. It's big, a big appetite market. for the USA. You, know, you yeah. know what they're you know what they're looking for down in Texas? Championships. Jabroni. Don't be surprised it. if the uh if Texas doesn't get another hockey team. All right, well, don't don't lose your focus here. So the Brahmas, go ahead. Seattle Sea Dragons. The Sea Dragons, okay, that's a great nickname. St. Louis Battlehawks. The Battlehawks, all right. And the Vegas Vipers. So we have the closest team to us is who? The D.C. Defenders? Uh, Yeah. So they did not put a team in the New York or L.A. markets. Is that right? That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. I think they, smart. Tr- they they tried and the attendance wasn't there. Yeah, right. They're smart. These were I mean, this is where people will actually go and and check it out. There's a lot All going right. on in LA. There's a lot I'm going gonna, on in New York. I'm not taking a team from, from Texas. I just won't do that. It doesn't matter what your name is. I'll tell you who I'm gonna take. Who are you gonna take? I'm taking the Seattle Sea Dragons. I knew you would. How did I you know that? I knew you would because I just I, I can tell. And so 
That's who I'm going to take. Who's your team? Who are you taking? Well, I'm surprised you didn't go Vegas. Nah. What do you mean? Nah. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> I mean, it's a Friday. I'm telling you, I might have issues this weekend with no real football. Now you talk to me like that? I haven't I'm not slept for- yet. All right? I haven't slept. And, and I was very kind in the pre-show meeting. I was telling Ray what a warrior you are. I was like, you must feel awful. And I wasn't going to give you a hard time. But now with, with this nastiness to start the show how about how about we're getting ready to do the uh you know we're going to take it for the first couple minutes before we go to uh to the actual game and there's a college there's a women's college basketball game on before us yeah it's like okay we got Notre Dame was involved I think right right right. so they're like you know check your fits how's everyone looking okay here we go okay up two should be fine up four should be fine okay we have free throws and now there's a review uh sorry guys uh they're gonna go to they're gonna go to overtime (laughs) (laughs) So what time did they push your game back? No, we sat at the desk the entire time, like ready to go before the game started. Then all of a sudden, like that game ends and the anthem's over already. And Bucci's like, "Uh, I think they're going right to the game, no? Like, yep, change of plans. Anthem's over. Uh, We'll see you guys after the first period. So (laughs) let's do that hockey. So you didn't need to be there. Uh, no, well, not until after the first period. Oh, that's great. So you were there and you were ready. And then, and then the women's game goes to overtime. Right. Yeah. We had the point at six 30. Game, our game didn't start till nine. You could have gone. You could have gone to now because you, you went on at six thirty to seven, right? Yeah. And then you went back on at what nine forty five? Yeah, like nine. Yeah, probably like nine thirty five, nine forty. Ugh. Yeah. I, I don't know how you, how you are sleepless and and do, dealing with this. Because uh, it's but, you. I wake up and I get you know I just get this this infusion of energy knowing ugh. that I get to see you, Raymond and RJ. Uh, we're like vitamin B twelve shots for you, right? We are is what we're like. My All right, life, so I'm taking my lifeblood. I'm taking the Sea Dragons. Who are you taking? You're going with Sea Dragons? Yeah, I said I'm going Sea Dragons. You know, RJ, I mean, who, Jim, well, Jim, Jim Haslett coaches the Sea Dragons. RJ, who are you taking? I'm going with the Battlehawks. Of course you are. I actually know the head coach of the Battlehawks. So no, who would you I don't. be? I do. Who is oh. the head coach of the Battlehawks? You, you know, know the head coach of the Battlehawks. Anthony Becht. Oh. oh, yeah. I used to work on Jets pregame with the now head coach of the Battlehawks. Wow. Nice guy, Anthony Becht. Very Great nice guy. guy. Lives in Tampa, I believe, right? I used to work for, for, I don't know if he does anymore, he used to work for the, the station down there, would fly up, do jet stuff. Oh, I worked very closely with him. Nice very man. Very closely. Was he at your wedding? He was not. Uh-huh. You we took us. Sh- if he was at his wedding, wouldn't we have? I don't know. Uh, with Dave? I don't know. He showed up 20 minutes oh, that's late. Stop it. The, I did not show up 20 minutes late. Time. Please, stop it. Anthony would have been rooting me on in the kitchen. Go into that kitchen. Don't let anybody stand in your way of watching football. That's what a good coach does, and that's why that's why I need him on on, on my side. All right, go, so go into that kitchen. Go into You get yourself into that kitchen. You eat those orders, and you watch that football. And you don't oh, let are. anybody stand in your way of doing it. You are complete. The man came to get me. You the are. chef left the kitchen, left all his pots going and his chops working, and he came to get me because, like everyone else. He knows what Dave Rothenberg's all about, and he said, "Dave, come Football. on, let's go." Yeah, what are you doing busting chops here, too? Like it was, a, it was the third preseason game. Daniel Jones played what one, two possessions. That's when he two got drives. Me. That's when that's when he got he me. Got real, yeah, real life XFL action, baby. All right, good. So RJ's taking the Battle Hawks. Who are you taking? I'm going to go with the Vegas Vipers. The Vipers. Who's the yep. coach of the Vipers? Someone we know. Uh, yeah, Coach Rod Woodson. Wow. Oh yeah, got Brett Brett Hundley as my quarterback. Whippy do UCLA take that? Oh yeah, how about that, Raymond? Where are you going? Uh, you know he's going to take the the Texas whatever course, they are tornadoes. Well, whatever. I'll text you which Texas team I won't take is the Houston team. They're coached by Wade Phillips. Absolutely. You're going to take Arlington Renegades, aren't you? 
Wade Phillips. Well, they used to go by Dallas. Now that now they're Arlington, it's kind of annoying. Take the Brahmas. The Brahmas are interesting. I felt like the Bulls. Yeah, I thought they were named after the Rock himself. They but, are. But um, the get, get, out, get on the Brahmas bandwagon. Why, why not? You see who their, who their coach is. Let's see who get the Brahmas is. Get a green chili cheeseburger down in uh, Just San Antonio. <laughs> is, it, is it Husker? Felix Auger Aliassime. Ty- Heinz Ward. Heinz, they have some good coaches. They've got some right? names. They do have some good They've coaches. They've got some in this names. League. I got Jim Hazlitt. All right, I'm, I'm for the uh, the Sea Dogs or whatever there. Sea Dragons. Sea Dragons. Sea Dragons. Some fan you are. <laughs> got, he has no room for anybody else. This is the problem. You're right. This is I. I've no. You know what? I have one true love, and I will not cheat, and I will not look for for love elsewhere. That's right. I told someone yesterday. I forget who asked me, and I said, uh, I told them that you'd left the house for two days because your team lost a regular season game, mm-hmm. and the, the amount of respect this person had for you was really? was amazing to me. I thought Check. initially going to be disturbed, and they were like, "Wow, two days regular season game." Now that's a fan. <laughs> See? I said he left his family, man. I, uh, yeah. Well, it's Sherry's fault, really. Uh, what? Because she asked you if you wanted to do nice things. Yeah. She's like, "What? Oh. What can I make for dinner?" I was like, "What dinner?" Oh my god. I was like, "We just. Do you understand what just happened?" She's like, "Well, I figured maybe you would enjoy dinner." I'm like, "See, you don't know me at all." No, I'm going to starve myself and break things. I was like, "I don't. I. I don't even think I can be here now." She's like, "Oh, stop." I was like, "No," and I into the car and left. Right to the Hilton. Yeah. yeah. Right to the Hilton. <laughs> exactly. What, why are you laughing? Oh, you're back again, Mr. Rothenberg. Yes. <laughs> uh, would you like your normal suite? Yeah, we'll have your uh, your trauma suite for another. <laughs> the, the, the padded wall suite is ready, <laughs> and uh, and if you need us, just pick up and dial zero. All right. Same, same room service order as last time, Mr. Yes. Rothenberg. Would you like the uh, the chicken parm that goes right <laughs> on the chest? Um, so we have a lot to do today. We have some some conversation about. It. I saw Renan had the story that he thinks that a Barkley Jones combo platter could m- get fifty million dollars. Oh. I don't know. That seems like an awful lot of money to me. Well, you hear some of these numbers being thrown around, though. I mean, you mentioned Justin Herbert the other day being you know, forty nine million a year. I saw some stuff with Jalen Hurts. The starting price is forty five. The Shefty said forty five million a year. Do you know what's going to be? You're going to look at it in like two years and be like, "Wow, they got him for that much! What a brilliant organization!" Well, that's the but see, but that's the thing though. The Chiefs with Mahomes. Well, here, no, I think it's all the the, the reality of salary cap sports is is that you have to find like it's, sometimes you got to take chances if you want to get good deals. We talked about it with Aaron Judge, right? Like they decided to wait because they're the Yankees and they can right. afford to pay whatever, and it ends up costing them two extra years, and they're at you know three hundred sixty million now. So you got to decide whether what you saw from Daniel Jones last year was was just the first step, and he's going to continue to grow with with Dable. So you should pay him now, so you can get a discount, so you can get a deal, or you want to see another year of it. I think it's not an easy question. I think I'd like to see another year. I think a lot of my decision would be based on the person for me. Uh, on Daniel Jones, the, the guy, the man, yeah. Well, I think I think Daniel Jones, the guy, is a like. I think you win all over the place there. 
Like I think then he's I'm a willing good to teammate. then I'm willing to take the risk. So you're so you would go five for one seventy. Like you would go all in on Daniel Jones. Right no, not now. necessarily all in. I think that Daniel Jones is smart enough to to know that you know this coaching staff you're going to get at least one more year of Kafka. That you know you got plenty of time. Like you're going to you could get. I mean this deal plus two more big deals if you play your cards right. I think financially you want to get creative because as much as is but Joe Shane and and you and Brian Dable and everyone else. Recognize that this was only year one of this new kind of call it a re. I guess you got to call it a retool because they made the playoffs. Like the, they made the playoffs, man, and they won a playoff game. So that has that has fast forwarded the entire process. So it can't be. It's not going to be a slow build now. No, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Giants took a step back next season. I wouldn't either, especially with all the close games that they won. But I don't like it. We've seen this happen before. We saw it happen with the Knicks when Tibbs took over. And the, and the level of disappointment after that season. Like, last year sucked, man. Finishing fourth and getting to the playoffs, and then all of a sudden what happened last season was brutal. Right. Two years ago now, right? Well, it was, yeah, it was not. It was. Last season they were bad. That's, no, that's what I mean. So two years ago when we right. finished fourth, that's right. what I mean. And then last season sucked. Le- and then last season sucked, yes. Yeah. But but here's the thing. Firstly, the Giants had a better a better year than the Knicks did. Giants got in. Giants won a playoff game. Right. Right. So, so Knicks, which is even which is even worse. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, listen, if the if they take a huge step back, if the Giants go 5 and 12 and it's like, "Wait a minute, what the hell happened here?" Then I I agree like I think you have real concerns and you're like, "Wait, what happened? How, is Jones did not take the steps? What's going on?" If you go 9 and 8 and lose out on a couple close games and kind of, you know, a, a play here or a play there, but you're right there and you're building in the right direction, I don't. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think the fan base freaks out about that. No, no. I'm not saying that they're going to freak out and people are going to be on hot seats and everything else. I just think that expectations change now, and maybe not for you because you're one of those you know, rare fans that kind of takes a step back and and looks at you know the pieces that were added, the pieces that you lost. Look at you know you, you dissect this thing to a fine you know fine powder, and you're willing to live with okay you know this team's just better or you know if this play goes that way, whatever it is. However you break it down emotionally. I'm just telling you, and you know this, you've been doing it long enough here, that all we did was spend the entire season talking about how, you know, Daniel Jones has got no one to throw to and wait till they add pieces on the outside, right? Sa- Saquon Barkley had a good year. Could you imagine if we all of a sudden now added more talent around him? Like the, the expectation is that if the, Joe Shane now has money, goes out, adds a wide receiver, drafts a wide receiver, yep, that they should be better, which in most people's minds equates to... Which is not always the case. Well, to is, be better than you were this year, you're going to have to win, what, 10 or 11 games and win at least a playoff game, if not two? That's that's a big ask to be no, no, better I'm, than you were this year. They had a good year. Right. The team, But this is the case all the time, where your team could be better, and for whatever reason, injuries, close games, bad calls, whatever, is you don't win as many games. But, I mean, I, I would imagine that the expectation from Giants fans is if they go out and re-sign Jones and re-sign Barkley, and and get some big time wide receiver or a really good wide receiver. And Joe Shane has, uh, you know, like what is perceived as a good draft. That you should be a playoff. That there'll be a playoff team in the I, I think that the, I think they're right there. To and, then you know, and then you don't know what happens. Uh, to, and then it kind of becomes a crapshoot. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. I was playing Puerto Rican music. This is legendary Puerto Rican artists here. You know who Hector Laveau is? Do I know who Hector Laveau is? How dare you talk to Dave like that and ask him if he knows Uh, How dare you? Do I know who Hector Laveau is? This was my wedding song. Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) We came out and we were introduced to this. For the first time as husband and wife to Hector Laveau. This is the first dance. That's right. You know we're inter- you know y- y'all appreciate this. I don't even think you know it. What do you think when they said you know when they call you out for the first time? They're like for, for, you know for the first time is husband and wife Dave and Sherry Rothenberg and we came on and on we came out to what song? Holding hands, dancing out to what song? Thank you for being not our fr- not our first dance. It was an, it had to be it had to be NFL music. What do you think it was? Bum, bum, bum. I think you told us this before. Love no. No. I told you that I walked down the aisle to the classic aisle. battle. I never told you what song we were introduced to. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I oh. could sing this if you'd like. Let's hear some. I guess that's so I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, no, no guess. Nothing. No, nothing. RJ, any, you got anything? Nothing. You're not far off. That is my guess. That's a, it's a good guess. Raymond, you got anything? You didn't like Hank Williams, did you? Are you ready for some football? You've got to be kidding me. Nope. Uh, what's wrong? No wonder why you, your grandmother was like, Sherry, you, you sure you want to do this? No, she didn't say you sure you want to do this. She said he doesn't have a lot of money and make sure you're marrying him for the right reasons. But at some point, he will have a lot of money. I don't know when that point's going to happen, but Beautiful I'm working for it. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll, we, so not yet. Not, we're holding hands. I was looking her in the eye, be like, boy, we're going to have some life together, sweetheart. 
They're pl- they're getting ready. They're getting ready. Get ready for the first time as husband and wife. And here we go. Now we walk in. Everybody's applauding, slapping five. That's right. We are husband and we are wife. What's wrong with you? What do you mean? I, I wish I was at this wedding. We, you, you would have had a great. We would have had a great time at the wedding. Oh, I'm going to light this bar mitzvah up. You know, a great time if you if you show up. Well, listen, I had I was away. You you animal. I sent the beautiful gift. You did, and I'm sure you got a beautiful thank you note. I was jealous of the donut wall and the pyrotechnics and everything else. I mean, there was video games. I'm you can ask RJ. Games. RJ had the time of his life at that bar mitzvah. Well, of course. Of course he did. I mean, RJ got away from the guy doing the news, live news, wave. <laughs> <laughs> he did last. Uh, walking in this morning, the guy, the news guy waved at me. Ken Rosado? Yeah, I believe that's his name, yeah. Yeah, he's very good. He's look a nice this, man. Look at this young man up early getting ready. He's getting ready for school. Probably thought. So, RJ, was that not an elite bar mitzvah? Did you not have a great time? I had a great time. It's at the same place, right? Same place. Oh, there's arcade basketball. There's a score I was trying to make. I was actually told I was actually on pace to break the score, and I was told to sit down. And I was midway through the game, and I was dragged told away. You to sit down. Do they know who, who you told are? Told you to sit down. I'm no, sorry about that. No, no one told me. It, it was just like an announcement was made. Please take your seats. And I didn't want to be making too much noise. So you thought they'd introduce Ben, and you'd be like, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> it, it's a it's a glorious. Uh, venue, and I think uh, they probably initially thought you were sitting down there. Like, why don't you stand up? Oh, it's oh, weird. No. It's weird. I didn't see you there because <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he didn't go. I think one day, I think one day we go down to the show and we cheer on the news from outside. <laughs> I, I would like, like signs, like like I'd yeah. re- I'd prefer to heckle. Well, heckle whatever you want, however you choose to to take it in. But I think we we consume it like a real like a real live event. Paint our faces and take our shirts off and yeah. <laughs> go, can go, yes. go, can go. They deserve a nice crowd. Why else would you have it open like that? Of course they do. I'm surprised nobody does anything that's out of line. Oh, there's boy. No, like, sec- no, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying we should do that. I'm saying that there's no security that, God forbid, something happens. There's security. Not, not really. Not you, just don't, you just don't see them. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're like ready to swarm in at a moment's notice. You think maybe the the guy running the cart is security all this oh, time? Oh, how brilliant would that plant. be if he whipped <laughs> off his apron and he just all of a sudden? He, Why does he need to rip off his apron? What is he, <laughs> Superman? No, his apron. If Superman doesn't wear an apron. Yeah, you said rip off his apron. Yeah, well, because he's back there cooking. Wow, for all this time he's been an ABC security mole. It would be brilliant. And he rips off his apron, and he's he's ready to just. Oh, well, you know he, you. he he knows all there is to know about you, Dave. So he's done his homework. I like him very much. It's because he's a he's a perceived threat. Who is? <laughs> Look at this maniac. Exactly. Exactly. No, I I am so benign. I'm the nicest guy in the building. Wow! If that one day he gave you his parking pass just to get more intel on you, <laughs> he went through his car. He goes he through his through car when Dave walks up. Fingerprints, everything. Arda's been in the car. It's Thank a you, luxurious guys. car. Yeah, you Thank treated you him like parking. a valet yesterday. I had no choice. Bye. Got it. Dave had a day yesterday with his car. <laughs> I, I and not only that, I lost a ticket RJ gave me. Dave calls. How? Dave calls me yesterday at ten thirty. He walks. Through, he walked over. He hung around after the show a little bit, yep. and he goes, "the the guy that you that you gave the key to." I go, "Yeah." He goes, "You remember anything about him?" <laughs> I go, "Not yeah. really. Why?" He was a nice guy. I said thank you, and he goes, "Well, I lost a ticket. I can't get my car out." <laughs> So I well, said, well didn't you thing. didn't you give him the ticket at the end of the show? I, I had the ticket. I had the ticket. 
I think the ticket was in the same pocket as my phone, and I took my phone out Ugh. to look at it on my walk to the car, and the ticket must have popped out. But here's the thing. Obviously, I know my license plate. So he's, he says, well, it's fine. I can get it via the license plate. I tell him the license plate. He's like, I'm sorry, we don't have that car here. I was like, what? Oh, no. And we, he said, that car is not here. So I call <laughs> RJ. I said, RJ, I'd just like to confirm the lot you put it in. Is it this lot? He's like, yep, that's the lot. I said to the guy, it's here. And he starts arguing with me. He's like, no, no, it's not here. And it was there. They didn't write down the license plate. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, they, hence the ticket. Yeah, I guess yes. Yeah, I guess that's probably why you need the ticket. It was it was not a great day for me yesterday. No, nah, it doesn't sound like it. I lo- you know what I'd like to do? Let's remedy that. Let's get what to do some you of these do? calls. You want to talk about Daniel Jones? Wax poetic about Daniel Jones. I like Daniel Jones. If if you, you told me, da- listen, Daniel Jones had a good season. Daniel Jones got better. By the way, they kept Hodgins yesterday. Signed him to a one year deal. Right. The Giants were at the best towards the end of the season, right? Playoff yeah, they, they game. Really play. hit their, they really hit their stride. They did. They really hit their stride. I got to think you shore up the middle of the offensive line. You like the tight end. You love Barkley, assuming he's going to be back. You like Daniel Jones. You like the play caller. You like Hodgins. You like Wandale Robinson. You add one receiver via free agency, Our one Jones. receiver in the draft, and you shore up that offensive line, and I think you have a chance to be a, a, a upper half of the NFL offense consistently next season. All right, here's a question. Yeah? Before we take our first wonderful call of the day. No, I don't think we're going to do it now. Oh, you're right, because we're getting out. Uh, never yeah. mind. You want to go okay. call? No, I'll no, tease no, no, I'll I want you. To make, no, I, I would like you to make your point. I'll react to it. Then we'll break. Then we'll line up the calls. Then we'll take our time to walk through the calls. Go ahead. Okay, not a question. This is not a point. This is a question. All right. Look at the, AFC, look at the NFC. Where does Daniel Jones rank quarterback-wise for you in the NFC now? Um, division, I'd say he's third. Okay. Um, so you go in Hurts? Hurts. Dak. Pre- Dak. Yeah. And he's got to be better. He, I mean, anyone would agree he's better than Howell. You don't know who Howell is. Well, it depends on if you ask Rosenberg, who thought that, you know, he's got Heineke and... Well, he's got Heineke and Jones at the same table. Heineke same and table. Jones are at the same table, but they're not going to hang on to Heineke. They're going to go with Sam Howell, right? Right. What, what a stupid take that is. Oof. No, not very nice. That's not very nice of you. Okay, now what? We got the NFC North. Fields. Uh, well, you got to tell me what's happening with Rodgers. Uh, he's out. We're taking yeah. him out of the NFC. Okay, I'll say he's better than Goff. Okay, Cousins. Be- better, better than uh, Fields. Uh, yeah. Well, I think the upside with Fields is higher. Okay. Uh, I will say Cousins is. That's right there. They're on the same plane. Okay. So uh, t- to say guys that are definitively better, I got two so far. Okay. Now, the, the NFC South has no quarterbacks right now. All right. So let's go to the West. Kyler? Yes, but I don't love him, and he's got injury issues, obviously. But I'll say yes. Stafford? Yes. Okay. Purdy? Because I, I, apparently Trey Lance threw the ball so many t- so much that his arm was just ruined. I don't know. I mean, Purdy? Okay, question mark. Geno Smith? Know. No. Okay, so right now you got him ranked fifth. Him and Cousins tied for five. Uh, is, that, uh, is that unfair? Uh, no, I don't think it's unfair. Okay, so there you have it. Yes, I think, I think and, and now you're talking about building around him, right? Everyone would agree they didn't have the pieces in place. Now if you have the pieces more in place, I mean, God knows what you can get out of this offense. You have Dable, you have Kafka. 
You have Jones, you have Barkley. You redo the offensive line. Just the middle three need to be redone, right? And even if you do two of the three and you get good good return on that, you add the receivers, which you know they're going to do. Yeah, I think I think you look like a pretty good offense heading into next season. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Here's the only problem for poor RJ. What, what's the problem for well, RJ? Well, not, it's not really a problem, but there are pros and cons. There's perks to this. So when your wife, is, your wife is pregnant, there are some perks that come along with the pregnancy. Now, one I can't say on the air. RJ knows what I'm talking about. And the other is, like, if you go out for dinner on a Friday night with another couple, you got, I mean, you got your designated driver all set. Okay. You go on vacation now. We got, I mean, who's, he, who's RJ going to have cocktails with? That's, yeah. Right. Oh, what what a what a horrible dilemma that RJ say, is. In. No, no dilemma. I mean, oh, you, you know what the problem? Pro, you know what the problem is? You all have you all have drinking problems. That that's the issue. Well, what are you supposed to do on vacation? You want to have a couple? You sitting by the pool? You want so to have a couple? Can't, why can't why can't RJ have a couple drinks? No, because well, he doesn't want to drink by himself. Why not? I mean, I mean, if you, you can't have a drink or no, two by yourself, no, because then that and I see what you're doing. If I do that, if I go crazy by myself, you know who I'm turning into. I'm, I'm turning into you. I'm one step away from getting a phone call from management. I don't drink. I, did, I, did I or did I not get a phone call? <laughs> there are still phone calls allegedly. happening. Yeah, okay. allegedly. Well, keep here, Dave here, off the sauce. Here's the thing. Our management yeah. doesn't know us at all. Oh. No. But, but that's just, what they're... By call, by No, no, no. By calling you and saying you're going to be out with Rick and Dave... Keep a very close eye on Dave. We're concerned about the amount of alcohol he ingests at the dinner. Screams, we don't know our hosts even a little bit. That's maybe what they, Or maybe they know you better than you know yourself. Or you're looking at this the wrong way, though. Or they know that you don't, you don't really drink very often. So you go to a, a team dinner, and now you know, wine is flowing. That you, know, you have one glass of wine or a... You know, a Gin and tonic, or whatever you're drinking. I'm not a child. Where if I have one drink, all of a sudden I'm going to be, become a fraternity member. You got no I'm tolerance, fine. and I you am, show up. I'm fine. You show up all banged up, and then do a 45 yeah. minute set with Carlin. That's a good thought. So it's either that you're a, a drunk and you have a problem, or you're a lightweight. That's right. it's only it's one of the not, two. Not, neither is true. It's one of the two that doesn't. Right. In that my doesn't heyday, I could add, add drink any of you guys. Well, maybe they caught wind of that. That's why the phone call was made. But that was like 20, 20. Oh God, probably 25 plus years ago now. So stop it. They're, 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 it was basically them screaming, we don't know our hosts at all. So they think you've lost your fastball. You can't hang. We're not worried about Rick at all, but Dave is the real concern. It's because Rick's a true, a true professional. Oh, yeah. Rick's That's a show sure. pony. You put Rick in a spot, he's going to show up and bring it. You, you tried to break Michael K. You tried to physically I did break not. I Michael was, K. It was a celebratory hug. And his bones cracked. I, I K held I up. Him. Stop. He held I up. Could hear the life. You I, defend Michael yeah. I could hear the life come out of him as I, mean, I jumped he, into he, his arms. You, I mean, if you were close to him, you would have heard like, oh. Well, you could hear it. Yeah. The poor could've guy. Swore, I could have swore I heard, heard some cracking. I'm sure you did. You're probably, you, I'm sure he has a fractured back. Like, uh, somebody it, you know, had to bring the room back to life after your 45-minute set. You know, I didn't have to go. Snooze fest. I, oh, great. I, I, I'm awful. You know, every other co-host would try to buoy and help one of their co-hosts and make them feel better about themselves. Not you. If there's a chance to chop someone down at the knees, that's exactly what you do. Well, no, no, because you you're and a knee chopper. Wanted, yeah, you and Carlin wanted to do your own separate thing where you guys are doing. You guys are having your own little personal meetings, writing stuff on your little iPhone. Carlin was terrified. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you in behind the curtain. Terrified. 
that we were going to say something inappropriate and that you have no filter and you would get him in huge trouble. I separated myself like a real roast. Each person roasts the the the, the roastee. All right. Well, here here here's what I'll say. I thought it wasn't a roast. Obviously, I Toast, was awful. Roast. Obviously, I was awful. And next time they need me to do something at the station, I won't I won't do it because I'm incapable <laughs> of doing anything like that. <laughs> and there it is. All right. And there's the out right and there. And there and right. And, they, and they'll say, Dave, listen, can you? Ro-? No, I can't. Why? I'm awful at it. I'm just. I'm so bad at this kind of stuff. I can't do it. I'd love to, but I can't. Sorry. I don't think bad though. I think you miss I think you miss misunderstanding what I'm saying. Long. Long. Very long. Well. Good I, long. Yeah, whatever. John and Hackensack. Good morning, John. You're on ninety eight seven ESPN. Good morning. Good morning. What's up? Hey, um, I was just calling to say I think ESPN should have a contest. Contest. To- uh, and the winner would get to watch a giant game with Dave in person, Ooh. or do a pay per view. Uh, pay per view would make some big time money, but I think you want the you want to be in the room though. I think if you can handle, it, if you can yeah. stomach it, would would you pay to watch the game with me in person, John? Yes, I would. How much would you pay? Uh, five hundred. Five hundred. Wow, that's a nice chunk of change to, not, to watch the a, game with you. It's not a bad chunk of change. What do you mean not a bad chunk of change? I mean that's I mean that's what is what does a good pay per view cost these days? A good, well, yeah, you're, you're not talking about a pay per view. You're talking about being in the room watching the game with me. Yeah, that's five hundred bucks, yeah. man. That's nice. Yeah, but now, now I become this. now I become a show pony. Now I have that's to fine. dance and do tricks and all. No. no, no, you just act like yourself. It's like you go out on so you go out on a a safari. I just want to see the lion do lion things. That line doesn't have to act a different way. I would just act the way I normally act. But you, nobody would want to be around that. I'm telling you. No, you'd sign some waivers. You'd have to sign a waiver, of course. Nobody would want to be around it because you don't know what's going to be said. You don't know who I'm going to go at, like like verbally go after. You don't know what's going to happen. It would be it would be just awful. Now, did you see what um, did you see what John Skipper said the other? I don't know if it was the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said uh, on the Levitard podcast. Yes, he he said that he. uh, This this seems ridiculous to me. He said he thinks that the Super Bowl should go pay per view, and that they would make money billions of dollars if they did billions. How? What what do you mean how? How how many people? Okay, so how many people they say watch the Super Bowl? Like one hundred thirteen million, right? One hundred thirteen million. You you're going to charge how much money per household to watch this thing? But dude, I mean, how much would you pay for the Super Bowl? I mean, let's but, say you just charge like a regular pay per view event. Say you charge fifty bucks. Fifty bucks, and then more for. I mean, you're going to charge a bar more. You're probably going to charge houses more because most people have parties. You're going you to pay. You're going to anger so, people is what you're going to do. Well, you're going to anger people, but I mean, you got you have a little. I mean, you have a party at your house. People want to come over and watch. They each give you five bucks. Say you charge a hundred bucks, you got 113 million people watching it. Yeah, but not not 113 different people buying it. So how many of the 113 buying it? Let's say what. How many, bil- how many million. million? That's it. Well, if you have 113 million, you don't think that you get four, on average four people together watching. How many? Is, how much money we charge? 100 bucks. 100 bucks. That's that's that 2.5 billion dollars. Feels greedy though, doesn't it? Um, feels greedy. Feels kind of feels kind of unsavory. Now you're going to start charging for the Super Bowl. It's not. It, you don't. You don't feel like it's greedy to charge season ticket holders for preseason games. I do, I do, and, and I, I'll tell you what: you're not getting 113 million people watching. Uh pay per view? No way. 
I don't know. No way. Super Bowl's awesome. It, uh, listen, it's awesome, and we'll watch it, of course. And if they charge whatever it was, we would ha- we would have be obligated to do it. I pay but, for Mayweather McGregor, man. I mean, it's the Super Bowl. I get it, but of those of those 113 million people watching, how many do you think would would pay money to watch it? I think of, I think I think a lot of people would just decide that they wanted to go to a Super Bowl party. Okay, I think there's going to be a lot of people that watch it. Still 113. Um. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, I think. I think people will be willing to pay for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, think, they're, none. I think there are those people that are like you know what I would watch it for free. I'm not. Spe- I'm not going to have to jump through hurdles and hoops to go to someone's house, pay them fifteen dollars. The whole. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Well, then you had a bunch of people. I mean, you had extra. I mean, an extra what five million people. Five million to watch the half, Rihanna, halftime yeah. show. Yeah. You see, well, who is it? The wrestler Goldberg. See what he said. No, I didn't see what Goldberg he said. Was, he was very... RJ, did you see what Goldberg happened to say? No, what did Goldberg say? Goldberg was r- repulsed by Rihanna's actions. Why? Said the, the whole grabbing of the crotch. Oh, stop it. I'm, I'm, really? What, I'm telling you, this is what he said. What are you yeah, yelling right. at me for? What's wrong with Goldberg? Goldberg, did. he thought it was classless. He thought it was no, repulsive. He had real, real issues with it. Real issues with it. Smell a vision on my television. Oh my oh. god! Who's next? What? what? RJ, you gonna miss? Uh, you can, honestly, you gonna miss this? <laughs> what? When you're lying on the what? beach in, in Puerto Rico and your your wife is next to you, and you're drinking a, a mai tai. There's mai a chance tais, I mai tais are delicious. There's a chance I get back here. None of you are here because Rick has just wiped you all out. <laughs> if you got a, if you got it on the group text, if you got <laughs> something on the group text, like guys, suspension. We're not sure how long it's gonna be. What would you think? Like Rick has done something. Yeah, Rick is yeah. Rick is the meteor that took out the dinosaurs. You guys are the dinosaurs. <laughs> We'd be the dinosaurs. You're just wandering around trying to find some nice plants. Well, to who are we have so replacing you next week? By the way, slowly. Who is coming in next week? Uh, you have Tom Bauer. I don't. Is, I don't know the this Tom, Tom Bauer. A tremendous talent. Is Jack Bauer's son? Yes. No, let's just go with that. Let's go with Harvey. Can we get Harvey? So no, I can no, no, no. For God's sake. No. Why? No, because Harvey's off. We have who we have. How about Joe Leo? No, he's even more off. He sounds like he's in witness protection. Uh, the name Joe Leo sounds made up, right? Yeah, it does. No, like, you how do you trust someone named Joe Leo? Tom is nice because Tom is the unknown. I know what I'm getting with Harvey and Joe Leo. And- Tom is pretty known. By who? By the people who matter. All so right, we don't, don't need to so discuss we this. We know we're going to take a dip down next week with that. You, you're over here asking for, for, for people who you perceive to be a disaster. You want chaos. Right. Of course he does. No, what I, mean, I, don't want, I don't want chaos. I, need, exactly I want smell-o-vision, right. damn it. Let's go to Shlomo <laughs> in the car. Good morning, Shlomo. Good morning, Rick and Dave. Shlomo, uh, what's up, buddy? question. So if you had to pick one, between Jones. keeping Daniel Jones at $35 million and Saquon Barkley at $14 million. Which one would you pick? Well, before I even answer this question, I think, I think the obvious answer is Jones. But what am I doing at quarterback in your scenario? I don't know. Sign a free agent, draft a quarterback. <laughs> no, Listen I mean, to what you just said, though. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Draft yeah, give the quarterback, me Jones thir- give me sign Jones a free agent. For 35. I'll take Jones for 35 as opposed to the I don't know. Yeah, I don't want the I don't know. And and let, let's be fair. And thanks for the call, Shlomo. Um, the idea is that running back is very, very deep in this draft. And I know that nobody wants to say, well, you could just get another Saquon. And maybe you can't. You can probably get a guy who's 85% of Saquon. And then you sign another Matt Breida type, and then you're fine at running back. 
Listen, I think that the idea that Saquon is coming back is, is has a lot to do with the fact that Saquon Barkley is the face of the franchise and how he's handled being a giant. And you want to reward him. You want to reward him for that. Yeah, you, you'd like to keep him here. You can't keep him here, which hamstrings you financially. No, but if you can come to, I mean, if you can come to a, a, a deal that's fair, let's call it thirteen million bucks a year, because you, I mean, because of of everything he's done for the franchise, he had a really good season last season. You're going to add talent around him, so you're going to take some of the workload off of him. And yeah, I think it. Listen, I mean, having been in locker rooms my entire life, like. You always hear from players, you know, stay out of the players' you know, pockets. But, I mean, you are, as a, as, a, as a player on that team, looking to the organization and how they treat the leaders of your team, guys that have been there, guys that do all the right things. Because if you're going to preach to me about all these different things that, it, you know, this is what it means to be a giant, and this is who we are, and you have a guy who goes out there and does it every single day, and on top of it is a really good football player that has tons of productivity, you want to see how the organization handles him. Do, do I get rewarded for that or not? So, I mean, Saquon Barkley would qualify as someone that has done all the right things. Absolutely, he has. And I think he also wants to be here. Now, O'Reilly Auto Parts offers convenient options for you to get your parts very quickly. Place your order at O'ReillyAuto.com and pick up at your local store. They'll even bring it out to you curbside or have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Oh, do I have audio for you? I, I'm excited to play this. Just to see your reaction. Sal in Seaford. Good morning, Sal. You're on 98.7. Good morning, the company. What's up, Rick? What's up, Dave? How we doing? Good. What's going on, Sal? How are you, man? Good, man. I wanted to just give a couple of intakes. I got two. I'll, first of all, I would never pay to watch a Super Bowl ever in my life. I mean, they want to get us for every little cent now. I mean, red light cameras, Netflix, Hulu, now the Super Bowl. I mean, what? come on. That's an American fashionized game that the whole American, the whole world is watching. You should not charge that at all because the less the viewers will be way declined. If they ever do that, well, I don't also, know how declined it would be. I think it would be tremendously declined because I think the, I think everybody turns it on as it's like kind of a novelty and it's a fun thing. But now I I have to go somewhere or I have to shell out what do we fifty bucks on my own? I yeah, think I think a lot of people would watch it. Yeah, but Dave, we say that all the time about some of these pay per views. Like, I mean, how could you pay for this? And then you you don't want to be the person that's left out. Like, do you want to be the person that's left out of everyone talking about the Super Bowl the well, next day? I wouldn't want to. I w- I would do it. I I kind of have to do it, but. I, I think that a lot of people. I mean, listen, you're not going to get one thirteen. RJ, well, maybe not, but you're going to make a, a ton of money doing it. RJ, let me ask you a question. Sure. Okay. Uh, your parents, sports fans, legitimate sports fans. I'd say casual sports fans. Casual sports fans. Yeah. Did they watch the Super Bowl last week? Yes. Would Would they pay fifty bucks to watch the Super Bowl? I would say they'd probably form a. A, a, a grouping? A group, yeah. So then they would do it? Yes. Okay. All right, but do do you know people in your inner circle that, that would not watch the Super Bowl because of this? Inner circle, no. No people? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm telling you, Rick. There's yeah. no way you'd get 113. Well, I think I'm you saw- not saying you would get 113. I'm saying would you find that you're, the whole point of what Roger Goodell does and why they pay him so much money is to maximize how much money the league makes. So, yeah, you're making, I mean, with the commercials and everything else, but if all of a sudden you unwrap the, this pay-per-view But here's the thing, deal, and, and, and not, not to take your point and defend $3 you, billion. but the commercial money doesn't go to the, to the NFL. It goes to the TV stations that pay the NFL for the right. right to have the Super Bowl. 
Right. Right? So that's not even money they get. But I, people, I, I'm telling you, people would freak out if you did that. Yeah, they people would, would freak out, but they then would they would also out. they would buy it. You would freak out, and then you would still buy it. Like, you would be like, I mean, I, I don't want to be the one that's left out, so I'm going to buy it. FOMO. I'll have, I'll have some people come over. We'll chip in five bucks. Some fear of missing out. Well, what did the Thursday night package dip as it went from traditional linear linear TV to Amazon, like 40% or something yeah. like that? So, lose a, I'm telling you, you lose a lot of people. I think there are a lot of people that turn it on just because it's the Super Bowl, and it's a big deal, and... The next day on, on the Zoom calls or the water cooler, they want to be able to have the conversation. Now you start talking about you have to pay for it. I think you lose a lot of viewership. You'll yeah, make a lot of money. Fig- yeah, but you would have to figure out. Well, like, here's the thing, though. You would have to figure out like the, the, the draw of the Super Bowl and why you pay so much money for, for you know, the, the television. And they get the ads and everything else is because the amount of people that watch it. I mean, financially, would it make sense? How much more money would you make doing pay? They'd make a ton more money. And you'd also lose a lot of people watching the game, I believe. I would pay for it. I, was, I mean, I, just, uh, and, uh, I read it, we, and I was like, everyone I would that still works pay at the station, Everyone that works at the station would pay for it. Probably most people listening to the show, their sports fans, would pay for it. The housewife in Kansas who turns it on just because it's the Super Bowl and they want to see it, would they? I don't know. I, don't, I think you lose a lot of people. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.